0: I uh, know yes this is Robert Shapiro
1: like Robert Kardashian Robert his friend
0: Hi right, you well we're very sorry
1: sensational Johnny Cochran. he's very depressed
0: Marcia 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 American crime story Colin The People versus O J Simpson Imagine getting O.J. to play O.J. in this. All right, we uh, get in the van before I tell them you're Jewish. (laughs) Many shocking lines like that discussed tonight on the podcast from Hollow Nine Network covering American crime story, Colin, the people versus O.J. Simpson, even though my DVR listed in the reverse order. I am Dave the Clone, played by F. Lee Bailey. <laughs>
1: and I'm John R. R. Morton, played uh, by John Morton.
0: Esquire, otherwise you're not allowed in the sidebar. And, the third. <laughs> the third. And we're discussing actually a double-stuffed, hour-long episode tonight on Mana from Heaven and The Verdict. The final two episodes of this epic masterpiece that was... American Crime Stories, first season, the People versus O.J. Simpson, and what a travesty it made it into—a piece of American history. I actually felt almost dirty after watching this.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, wow! First season was a masterpiece. You said a tragedy, also you can call it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: the way they made it, definitely an American tragedy. Yeah, and uh, wow—is this going to be tough to top?
0: Yeah, I I don't even see how even a it's kid, Ryan
1: Murphy though, so it'll be
0: fine. I mean, unless they're going to be trying to continue with like the themes of racism and race relations, like I I don't understand if the the rumors turn out to be true, how it's going to be a Katrina thing after something like this, you know, and especially like the whole the ninth episode, all about the Furman tapes and and like the level to with to which I guess like rewatching it, I. I don't remember – I guess I was too young to realize really how intense uh, this time was with the racial tension as far as the proximity to um, Rodney King to the fact that rewatching this, there's a part where – cochran organizes like a rally of community leaders and the one guy flat out says this community is a powder keg that could repeat the events of 1992 i'm like oh shit flat out threatening to riot again like oh my god that like i I just dropped something we're just now talking about it (laughs) i don't know if you hear that at home please uh, strike that from the record um, wow,
1: do you find uh, the, I don't know like the second episode, the, the last episode, like vilified the jury?
0: Oh my god, dude, it was terrible. I was yeah. actually fucking angry, and um, I feel like I've been talking to people about this show a lot lately, and everyone was like, "Oh, holy shit, could you believe that?" <laughs> like, like really, man, how fucking blatantly? Like, yep, we're fucking doing this to do this. This is nothing about evidence or justice or court, or it really just makes. All of the justice system feel like wow. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we, we really, I mean, everybody jokes about it, and a lot of times things in the news do back it up, but holy shit, yeah. they're not even trying to hide it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you got money, fucking do whatever you want, man. <laughs> like, seriously, whatever you want.
1: Yeah, like, well, this, um back to, um like, with Katrina, I think they're going to be focusing on, I think FEMA had a very late response to it. They weren't, uh, the, the, the. The post Katrina, like the post hurricane action was horrible, even though they knew days in advance Katrina was coming. So I think that's what they're going to focus on. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a crime in the legal courtroom sense, maybe, just it's still an American crime story, Katrina.
0: I guess yeah. So then, I guess in the future we could also expect maybe a season to deal with the Native Americans. <laughs> like, can we talk about that as an American yeah. crime story? Like, you know what, though, like after, genocide on the continent. You know?
1: After another one of your favorite, our, our favorite shows, American Horror Story. I find after every season, I f- I say to myself, "There's no way the next one's going to be as good. It's going to have to become stupid because <laughs> how, like, how many masterpieces could you make and? He, he just keeps coming out with brilliance.
0: Oh so. uh, Well, you know, as we're sitting here talking about it, clearly late, and I can hear everybody out there in podcast internetica going, Release the casts! Release the casts! Release the casts! <laughs> so we're trying to do our best to catch up for you here. So it's obviously a couple weeks after both uh, episodes have aired. And here I am live, clicking as I like to call it, on HollywoodReporter.com, FX's American Crime Story Season 2 Plan Revealed. Uh-oh. And it even says, Brad Simpson, <laughs> referring to season one, says O.J. is a hard act to follow. Let's see. I'm going to quickly skim this. Quickly skimming. Quickly
1: skimming. Skimming, skimming, skimming all day long.
0: It's almost like I actually can't skim and say that I'm skimming at the same time. <laughs> Oh, dear Lord. But, you know, know, one of the things I was left with, I'll leave you guys with this to discuss uh, amongst yourself, Mr. Morton, while I (laughs) keep reading. Um, One of the ideas of what they kept talking about in the ninth episode and, and still carried through into the tenth episode as well was the idea of, like, they didn't want, like, at all costs, they wanted to avoid a mistrial because of the fact of how much taxpayer money was already spent Um, We find out in the ninth episode that this has been a a full year has gone by, a year of work. Um, So um, I also, to be honest, was impressed with how much they condensed that year into a couple episodes that we watched. But um, the idea that maybe if they did have the mistrial, they would have had like another chance to actually find OJ guilty. And maybe this would have. I don't know. Like people might have been a little bit more accepting of a mistrial, and that if it led to a better trial, you know. Yeah,
1: but like you know, for going by the show we're podcasting on, uh, the jury didn't want a mistrial. Uh, like, did that thing really happen when at the, the after the
0: juror really giving OJ that? Oh my sign? God! See, to me, if that did that happen, if that did happen, I, I don't how remember do we, that. being How do in we it. not know? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't remember that being in the news at all. So if that was an embellishment, it was a really ballsy embellishment. But if, That's a crazy
1: embellishment.
0: If it did happen, though, to me, I'm like, well, how the fuck did that not instantly then cause it a mistrial? Or is it because it happened after the verdict was read? They're like, all right, the verdict was yeah. read. No matter what happens now, man, sorry. You had your shot, bitches. You had your shot. But I mean, to have a juror flat out do that—that's like walking right up to the defendant and be like, "Yo, man, we did it!" Like slapping him, high five, practically. Like, yeah. and
1: OJ even had like an embarrassed look, kind of, kind of want to be because he he couldn't
0: fucking believe it. He's like, "Really?" <laughs> like, like I guess that kind of, uh in some ways is is the only sympathetic moment for him that like he's that ignorant that it was sort of like he really thought it was sort of like up in the air and that going into his last day of the trial. It was sort of like, I don't know if they're going to th- they might find me guilty. It's like, yeah, dude, no, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, like how, do, how do you not know that? All right. Just quickly, if you want me to go back to what season two is going to be about. Mm-hmm. According to Hollywood Reporter, uh, the second installment will center on Hurricane Katrina and its devastating aftermath. The working plan, according to Murphy is to follow a group of six to eight people in an attempt to examine all sides of the tragedy, from the Superdome to the hospital to those who were put on buses and dropped off with babies who were forced to wear trash bags for multiple days. I want this show to be a socially conscious, socially aware examination of different types of crime around the world. And in my opinion, Katrina was a fucking crime, a crime against a lot of people who didn't have a strong voice, and we're going to treat it as a crime. That's what this show is about. Wow powerful. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know man, you guys did such a fucking amazing job with the courtroom shit. I mean, like, really, the whole Robert Blake thing would be fucking sick! I mean, I don't know. As long, You know, I would be happy if they bounced it back and forth every other season. Like, you know, American Horror Story, it was one season in the present, one season in the past, one season in the present, one season in the past. If they would do, like, one courtroom, one greater crime against humanity, one courtroom, one greater crime the Yeah,
1: scene. but I, also it seems like Ryan Murphy, Murphy likes to stick up for the minority or the little guy. And, you know, with Robert Blake, it's just flat-out murder, right? Uh, <laughs> I think there's no... Me, there'd be no message in that season, right, as opposed he, to...
0: He gets away with it, though. It's another one where he's not convicted of the crime.
1: That's what I'm saying. I thought it's more he wants to shed light on things, uh, you know, important issues, I guess.
0: And I guess, you know, with the way that, that, that the last episode ended where after all the drama was over and they kind of ran through that montage of the photos showing the real person and and the actor... (laughs) bless Whoa. you. Whoa. Whoa. No time to mute. <laughs> Objection, Your Honor. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> I actually saw it happen. I'm like, oh, this is going down. Whoa. <laughs> last
1: season, guys. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah. OJ's reaching through the internet trying to get us to stop talking about him because the last talking. thing you see is that he's up for parole next year. I wonder if this show was made to, uh, like, you know, influence the parole board, (laughs) to not let him out. Like, yo, listen, motherfuckers, I know his celebrity and his charm kind of win people over all the time, but look at this, all right, look at this, for real, it's 2016, there's the internet. You guys were the first ones to realize how important DNA is, oh my god. Oh, my God. Like, when they were even discussing the tapes, like how they had to go to North Carolina to get them, and the one guy's like, I don't know, we haven't even heard them. Let's not even, you know, we shouldn't put all our eggs in one basket on the tapes. And they're like, "Uh, dude, no, this is amazing. You know, we have to go get these tapes.
1: Yeah, that's where uh, Nathan Lane's character came in huge because when –
0: Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah,
1: uh, unfortunately, uh, with the racism in that courtroom – oh, my God, what's his name? Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran. Wow. <laughs> he wow.
0: tried to woo. The... Had no chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, dude. We're having those like, oh, maybe we shouldn't talk. He, I was I... thinking
1: like I was. Uh, Jackie Childs was in the tip of my tongue. Who was the Johnny Cochran satire on Seinfeld?
0: That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. There've been a lot of classic Seinfeld episodes on lately too. Just yeah. as, an, Ch- as an aside. Yeah.
1: Bra um, doesn't fit. <laughs>
0: you gotta work close to the skin like a glove! Like, oh, God. But, yeah, when, like, they go to the first courtroom, and the guy, I mean, it's like, you couldn't be more blatantly racist. He goes, ah, these tapes are not, <laughs> not Jermaine Dio case. He goes, there are no cameras in my courtroom. There's no need for gratuitous alliteration. You yeah. <laughs> it's almost like are you suddenly making up some bullshit law that? that there's a thing called gratuitous alliteration? Yes. <laughs> like, holy fuck. Are you about to throw me in jail for grammar? <laughs> like, What the hell is happening? And then he's like walking out. I mean, actually I did find that I'm like, is this realistic Did Johnny Cochran? Really? I mean, you know, one of the things that's been crazy about this show the whole time has been like, I'm enamored with all of the performances. all the actors that I start to like not necessarily notice like whoa what a fucking prick this guy was like did he really he was that arrogant that he thought he should be able to just walk into any courtroom and woo the judges without like while playing to the advantage of stacking the races of the jury back in LA not thinking that going to courts in the south would have sort of the other side of that coin being having to be dealt with you know Mm-hmm. and
1: that, like I don't know Another the thing with this show it doesn't claim to be like one hundred percent truth
0: right
1: however, you get the feeling that they're trying to tell a true story, and well I remember, things like i just I, I can't see them being true i
0: remember- I remember him and Darden fighting in a courtroom like when Darden yeah, was no, t- and, like, and I know it's based on a book, but how does his author
1: like what's his
0: well, I think he was there. I think like one of those reporter characters that was sitting in the in the courtroom was supposed to sort of be representing him, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, for sure. However, I don't know. The thing at the end there with the uh with the juror giving OJ the
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Like that's- how, yeah.
1: how is that not the most talked about thing
0: ever? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it's almost like that's all I really remember. Let's forget that. I did not I mean, they maybe they didn't televise this or I don't really remember them pulling up to the courtroom with the nation of Islam, like protecting them. And, in the, on the, <laughs> on verdict day. and I that probably I, easily that point I was in the hospital. That was like when I was like super sick and was taken to the hospital. So it could be, that's why I don't remember that. But when that happened, uh, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and I was like, talk about really like, uh, what's it called? bringing all kinds of possible race implications into play here. I mean, I guess, too, like, I, I, I guess it took the rewatch for me to see that part when they were, like, release the tapes, otherwise we'll riot again. I was just like, holy shit, yeah. man. Like, really political, really political how fucking people are just using it as a weapon now. Like, fuck, fine, you're racist. We're right. racist, too, and this is how we're going to do it. You know, we can't beat you or join you in some sick, twisted way. And um, the other thing that I thought was absolutely crazy was when they were actually reading the verdict, and they were showing all the people, like, everywhere watching it, and how it was, like, people in Penn Station in New York, and people out in the streets watching (laughs) on giant screens, and how, like, the very clear racial divide between... Who was shocked and who was cheering?
1: He and cheering.
0: It was like, I, oh wow, what? Like,
1: OJ that ignorant, like ignorant, thinking everything would just be back to normal. Like,
0: yeah, right. Or that, like, when he makes the speech at the see, that's the thing I was always talking about all season. How, like, once he's found not guilty, once he's acquitted, he goes back to his house. Now I remember them having people like the press conference was like right then. It was hours after the verdict. Mm-hmm. It wasn't at like a nighttime. At a party party that they were throwing that almost looked like a fucking Vanity Fair party or something, you know what I mean? Um, But when he made that speech about, like, you know, and I'm gonna, after a little while and we get everything back to normal, I'm gonna make it my life's mission to bring her killer or killers who butchered Nicole and Mr. Goldman to justice because they're out there. It was just like, and everybody's like, uh, uh, oh, okay. (laughs) like you literally heard three people clapping and, and no
1: one was friends there like they were all I don't know how they got there
0: yeah and at the same yeah too like I mean they put the music back on and people are like lining up to take their picture with them and I'm like do any of these models no one's like thinking like holy shit I'm getting my picture taken with a fucking murderer or, like a guy who literally just got away with murder like like what if he murders somebody at this party tonight <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like how is everybody not walking around just thinking that like yeah so let's just make sure everybody knows where all the knives and skin masks are, like, all at all times. In fact, let's do everything we can to make sure Juice doesn't have to, like, do anything for himself. Nothing sharp or serrated or edged. In fact, we're gonna get the glass out of here. Let's put everything plexi. (laughs) You know, like, all bulletproof everything. And, in fact, we're now we're just going to put him back in jail because, holy shit, this guy killed people. Like the drive from the court to the house when he's like, oh, we're going to have a party. Oh, this is going to be great. We did it, man. We did it. It's like, dude. Dude. No
1: sympathy for his, you know, Nicole or yeah, Mr. Holtz, but...
0: At all. Not as upset as you were when you first learned about her being killed. Uh, Two, I mean, when the uh, verdict was read in... Kardashian like runs out of the courtroom and just pukes every he's like like oh dude I actually I I feel bad for hating his brood so much but he seems like the only Kardashian that was worth a damn on this earth (laughs) you know holy shit what a nice guy (laughs) Mm -hmm. comparatively I mean ran with some crazy motherfuckers obviously was part of that real Hollywood circle you know the one that kills people and shit but that was too funny too when he was pulling back up to Brentwood and all the people were like get the fuck out of our neighborhood murderer you fucking murderer Okay <laughs> have you ever seen have you ever seen that movie Very Bad Things with Christian Slater and John Favreau and Daniel Stern nope. and Jeremy Piven and Cameron Diaz Yeah and, uh, and it's all about this guy uh, what's he called his bachelor party there's a a mishap <laughs> at his bachelor party in Vegas and a hooker is murdered. But, um... As the rest of the movie goes on, they all the group of friends kind of starts falling apart because they can't keep the secret. And the one guy keeps calling out the dude who actually killed the, the hooker, like in front of people. And he's like, "You fucking murderer!" And it's just here. Did they
1: kill her by accident?
0: Yeah, yeah. While they're
1: like having sex with her. On yeah, the, while he's the fucking and, her, he's fucking back, her in the bathroom. And the yeah, and the exactly. Hook, yeah. <laughs> and, then he's like, and then they kill. And then they killed the bellboy or something. They kill this. everybody. Yeah. yeah okay. They kill a security the guy. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Christian Slater's, like, the crazy one killing everyone. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking awesome. That movie's hilarious. But, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, the way he's calling out his brother at the dinner party, and the guy winds up crashing the van. Yeah, spoiler alert out there, everybody, for Very Bad Things, which we'll, yeah. be, <laughs> we'll be probably covering on the one of my watching podcasts on the Hollow Nine Network, which you can find yeah. on Facebook at the Hollow Nine Network, or you can find us on Twitter at Hollow Nine Cast. That's the word. Hollow, the number nine, C A S T. And Hollow at gmail dot com is how you join in this really off the wall, not following any kind of chronology at all, kind of conversation about two episodes. That's kind of the way we usually cover one anyway. But whatever, you know, it's just how we do our thing here. We're relaxed at the Hollow Network. We chill. Sorry again for this episode coming out so late. Yeah. <laughs> Life kept happening. Life
1: Passover.
0: Yeah, see, I, I just call it life. I didn't know there were things. <laughs> I didn't know there no. were a specific, like, week-long I-can't-be-on-the-computer thing.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I could have been on the computer. It's like my niece and nephew in staying with me. You uh, know? Yeah, and if
0: they, heard it, if they heard you talking about this, like, horrible, degenerate TV show, uh, it would just scar them forever.
1: <laughs> uh.
0: If you used the word that directly contradicts your testimony of that you didn't use that word earlier. He's walking right into the trap I set for him. Your honors, I always know when I am standing in one of the original 13 colonies, I can expect justice whenever I'm in a Tar Heel tribunal. (laughs) I've praised the Lord that I'm back in the Carolinas. (laughs) And Seek and you shall find, says the Bible, and I thank God every day that we found these Deeply, deeply troubling tapes.
1: (laughs) It was amazing.
0: Yeah. Do you not smell the mint julep and condescension in the air? (laughs) We're in the South. Look behind you. That's a statue of a Confederate soldier. Yeah. I don't think you play so well in Dixie. Let me do the talking. That was, it was like, he's like, let me do the talking. And Carter's like, what? You know, it was like, I guess that was what I found surprising. Like, that level of ego after what just happened to you in that court? Yeah, seriously. Like, like... a judge had no qualms, dude. Like, this is how you could see shit still happening now. Like, fucking Ferguson and all the shit going down in D.C. I was mean, just like, oh, God, I don't even want to talk about it. Just, mm-hmm. The fact that this is still happening is yeah. fucking crazy. I mean, I guess, and I can see, like... The argument so much about being like, you know, there's a moral obligation for tapes like this to be released so that you can expose the cancer in the system. But then the other, like, literal fear of, do we really want another riots the way we had three years ago? Mm -hmm. And there was so much of that, like, when they get in the elevator and uh, Cochran's kind of telling them, like, he wants to do this rally thing. He's like, we got to turn up the pressure. And John Travolta, like, he finally had a, a really hardcore Travolta more. Like, pressure! You want to turn up the pressure? we have enough pressure? The city's about to tear itself apart! Like, he was, like, losing his shit. Mm-hmm. horrified of what's about to happen. Um, Yeah, it's, I don't know. Maybe sometimes with stuff like this, like, I remember when I watched Hostel, the same thing happened. The first time I watched it, I'm like, oh, this wasn't so bad. I was expecting something, like, I wouldn't be able to sleep. And then I watched it again. Yeah, like, I watched Oh, just- my God. God this is horrifying. Um with this one it was sort of just like all of the the level to which all these things cut, you know what I mean, how deeply they all cut and how significant it all was now and you're like holy shit this this changed it all man. <laughs> this really made it like a big thing of like, oh yeah, the stars will get... I mean, that led to things like now we have the affluenza kid. Like, oh, I didn't know getting drunk and driving over so many people would be so horrible because I'm so affluent and protected from... Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but he went to- he's in jails. Yeah, I know, but it's still like the fact that they would even think to like use it as a defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, I object, Your Honor. You have been saying worse stuff than that this whole time. Oh, I'm so pissed at both you. Shut up. Like, it was just... Ugh, chaos. I, I did like when Darden was like, this is a circus, and they've made it a circus, and you've allowed it. And he's like, all right, dude, you're a step away from contempt. Calm yourself down. Yeah, Mr. that Darden. was
1: intense.
0: It did. I mean, I don't know. There was like all in, in the whole thing where Ido had to make the speech about whether or not he'd be able to stay on as judge because his wife Lied when she didn't when she signed the affidavit, and like they start having the conversation in the judge's chambers, and then he does this whole like there's been a question of whether or not I can remain partial. I mean, I really don't remember that part of it happening in real life either. I don't remember the second judge and him having to review the tapes, and it was the second judge was happening while Cochran was running the rally to release the tapes, release the tapes. But, um. Like there were times where I kind of felt like I respected how by the book Ito was, and there were other times I'm like, dude, you are literally just letting all this shit happen. Like, yeah, he he
1: had no control
0: over the draw. Yeah, it was like fucking insanity. It was just so crazy. And I also loved too that we saw the Current Affair opening in the one episode. It was like Phew, Current Affair. I don't know. Did you guys get that in Canada? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you? Go, I'm gonna constantly now be asking, did you get that in Canada? Is that what you did? You guys have that too in Canada? Because hey, man, I'm not there. I don't know your TV other than much music. I missed Much Music so much, man. You, you got um, Much Music? When we first got, um, before the days of like now Comcast and uh, Verizon and everybody, I think the first time my parents upgraded our cable package and got like a shit ton of movie channels, we also got Much Music. It was, uh, and it was like, it was awesome, dude. You guys, like, the sock. You're guys, you're, uh, Canadian MTV, basically. Like yeah. what our What our great classic MTV was. And at that time, our MTV had already started descending into, like, reality show hell. So it was sort of like, this is fucking amazing. And that's where I, like, you know, discovered, like, I, Mother Earth and shit. Mm-hmm. I loved I, Mother Earth. But, yeah. What was the song again? <laughs> their, their one song? They had a bunch of songs, but One More Astronaut or Not Quite Sonic. Those were, like, the two there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, like, the major, the major singles off the two first albums. That's right. Um, Remember Ed the Sock? Uh, oh, yeah, that was the guy who used to, like, announce the... Uh, oh, it was a sock. Yeah, and he had a cigar coming out of his exactly. mouth, Exactly. Yeah, dude. You guys had... Basically, like, RMTV used to have shit like that, and then stopped. <laughs> and you guys were fucking still awesome. Um, yeah. Reality killed the video star. <laughs> yeah, well, and then, you know, OJ created Court TV, so I guess... It infected all the way up uh it spread into other countries and shit and the whole world was like, Oh, in America you just just like everywhere else. You have money, you get out of shit for free. Um, it definitely I mean the speeches at the end with the press conference, the Chris Darden speech when he basically starts crying and then goes over and hugs the Goldmans. <laughs> I'm, I find it interesting that they didn't let – they didn't show – because Ron Goldman spoke at that press conference. I remember that pretty vividly. And it's almost like what he said at the press conference in real life is what they had him say at the beginning of the season when they showed him meeting with Marsha Clark and Chris Darden. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like it was a speech on that level. Like, But he was the one who said like, – because he goes after Darden, and Darden and his thing said – like. I guess history will have to decide if justice was, you know, done here today. Immediately, <laughs> Goldman got there and he's like, justice was not served. I'm like, yep. we will not rest. We'll pursue any any means we can to to take next steps. But this was not... Yeah, you know, this was not what was supposed to happen.
1: I felt so bad for Ronald Goldman. This whole, like, his son is like a footnote of the trial. It's like... And he was you know, so he's brutally He's the other guy so brutally for no reason. Like, like
0: the OJ killed him as if he was the guy having an affair with his wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's sort of... Ugh, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, that whole sequence, I actually felt like I was getting choked up watching. Like, you saw, like, from Garcetti... To uh, Marsha Clark, to then Darden, it was like they were basically trying to say, like, so today we proved that the court is kind of bullshit. Um, Literally, we we actually, you know, we have no idea what to say. Like, we yeah. no words we can come up with right now can explain how. This is almost like a jury deciding that 2 plus 2 equals 3, and we have nothing we can do about it. Crazy. First
1: of all, like they were expecting the jur- the verdict to last take like a, mu- a month and a half or something.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's just unheard of for a trial like this to have the jury only deliberate for four hours. I mean, Yeah, but
1: they were expecting a month and a half.
0: I, I mean, I think because it was already a year of... Yeah. Um, of the trial going on that they figured they would need at least that long to keep discussing what they saw. I mean, that's basically the idea. I've I've been only called for jury duty twice and I didn't right. get put on the jury either time and knock on wood. Even, of course, now that I said that, I'll probably get a fucking jury duty summons this week in the mail. I know my manager just going on.
1: Just say that you're
0: racist. But, but, yeah, that'll be That will be easy, dude. Trust me. Everyone says that's fucking easy. Like, everyone's like, oh, just go in, like, a KKK uniform or a Nazi uniform. Like, do you know where the courthouse that I have to go to is? I will get fucking murdered on my way in or out trying to run for my life. Like, that's fucking no joke. It would be like going to Dixie and thinking you could just, like, talk to a judge and get your shit when you're probably not... Going to be able to, and yeah. I just realized what a fucking corner I backed myself or, into going, going with that analogy. But, or or yeah. just
1: say that you always believe the police.
0: Yeah. Oh, true. Good call. Yeah. That. Well, I'll tell you. All right. So let me, I'll give you one quick story about my um, experience at jury duty. Um, At the time that I was called, I was already booked and ticketed to go on this uh, trip to Vegas within two or three days of the jury duty uh, session that I was going to. And um so I brought all my printed credentials for that to show like the you know the, the ticket for the airline the hotel booking everything mm-hmm. um and at the time my my team was down a man anyway so like we needed everybody to travel when they needed to travel there was no one to be backup because everybody else was already committed other places now I'd never really been past the part like jury duty is basically you go to the courthouse everybody watches a video for 10 minutes at the beginning of the day that says what basically they're expected to do and you know if you're if you're picked for a jury you're supposed to listen to both sides and be as impartial as possible I mean you're supposed to be completely impartial and you're supposed to listen to what's presented and make your decision based on that it's your duty to you know find people guilty if they're guilty or not guilty if you don't believe they're guilty Right and then you just sit there all day, and you don't—you might not even get called. And as long as you sit there for the whole day, you're con- you're considered to have, you know, performed your civic duty, and they give you a note for your job. And you know, you'll probably either get like you get five bucks for the day. That's bas- thats what basic jury duty pay is. Um, so the first time I went, that's what happened. I just sat there all day. I read a book. Didn't, nothing happened. The second time I went, I brought books with me expecting the same shit to happen, and I was in the first group that was like, okay, you guys go down to this room. And I get there, and there's a judge, and there's a prosecutor, and there's a defense attorney, and there's this guy sitting next to the defense attorney, an African-American older gentleman in a suit. So I'm like, oh, my God, obviously – he's at the defense side so what the fuck is this they say the ju- and we had to wait there for a few minutes too the judge was like late or whatever and when he got there he's like okay so this is a murder trial and we i was like oh my god the the guy sitting at this table is a is a suspected murderer <laughs> you know is an alleged killer mm-hmm. and to do the jury interviews they had instead of like like the way you saw on this show where like people are sitting in the you know in the jurors box and the lawyers are asking them questions they had us all like sitting in the court side of everything and they would bring us up one by one you are standing right next to the fucking guy who is accused of murder i mean like he was standing like where this microphone is next to me and they were like so is there any reason you wouldn't be able to serve on this jury and i'm like because i'm supposed to be in vegas these days and if you're starting tomorrow i won't be able to do that and they're like is this trip already paid for and everything i'm like yep i think parts of it are non-refundable and plus like there's no one else that can go my whole team we're down people right now and we need people to go when they're assigned to go and they were like okay uh no problem you can go sit down and so you know I hadn't been released yet, but I went to use the restroom when they gave us a break, like a 10-minute break. And the fucking alleged murderer walks right into the bathroom. And I'm like, what? holy fucking shit. Like, I'm not, I thought I'm not supposed to be, like, able to interact with you. Like, what is this shit? Was and he by himself? Yes! Like there was guard? there was nobody with him. I'm like, you know, for somebody who's supposedly, like, a gonna be on trial for murder, they're letting you walk around Scott ish and like he's like so uh, you think you're going to be on the jury and I'm like uh no what? actually yeah, I was like no actually I'm probably not going to be able to because I have to travel for work and you know a lot of that shit's paid for and everything And I basically said the same shit again that he already heard me say in the court he's like, oh yeah that's right that's you alright yeah and I'm like yeah man good luck with everything though <laughs> and I just got the fuck out of the bathroom whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. So let's say you were part of this jury. You could have had a private conversation with the alleged murderer.
0: Yeah, before the trial even started. So I probably would have immediately said that, like, at the beginning of um – at the beginning of everything, I'd just be like, "So, um, I don't know, but uh, I'm pretty sure this is irregular, right? Like, what kind of bullshit is this? Yeah. is everything on TV a total fucking <coughs> lie? I mean, Did you went to
1: the bathroom though, where their guards?
0: By the no, door? there was I, I couldn't <laughs> understand. He had nothing. He was. I. I it was it, to me. I was just like. Is this really a murder trial or what? I mean, is this guy the murderer? Is he part of the defense team? Like, I don't know what the hell this is, but he definitely seemed like the murderer because the alleged murderer. Sorry guys, because like the defense (laughs) attorney was just constantly talking to him, and I'm just like, uh, I don't know. It's one of the
1: things. On the defense team, I have no
0: idea, man. It seemed to me like this fucking guy was. He was on bail or something. I don't, yeah, for real. How? So luckily, now that was a couple of years ago. <laughs> I'm probably due. now that I'm t- now that I'm telling this story on the air. It's probably gonna make the universe go oh yeah fuck that's right and then we're actually gonna put you on the jury this time motherfucker so yeah you'll be uh, hearing tales from within sequester can you imagine dude like being like this jury where they were like losing their fucking minds <laughs> they were just like oh my god i'm gonna run out of here
1: yeah and they could oh like no tv in their rooms oh like, dude I, that
0: i would have lost i'd be like i can't watch game of thrones fuck you guys Fuck you guys! That's insane. I need to podcast about. <laughs> no, media. no,
1: but now they'd have Netflix because like.
0: I don't think they would with well, what? Netflix. Ah, yeah, true. Netflix, and they would also even yeah, HBO. Like 1992 or
1: whatever. Right? That was never...
0: what it was, right? They didn't want them watching. They didn't want the uh, jury watching the news coverage or whatever it was like.
1: Well, forget news coverage. Like every <laughs> everything was OJ. <laughs> the Tonight Show. Uh, with the, Fortune, the dancing Eidos. Yeah. <laughs> probably, like, was okay
0: rigged. <laughs> Fuck news coverage. What's wrong with you, Dave? I don't know, man. It's been, like, a month since we've recorded this podcast. I'm, yeah. I'm lucky I'm remembering how to talk about this fucking show right well, now. there was this trial. <laughs> yeah, and there was this guy who used to be a football player, apparently. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Yes.
1: That was crazy, like how the jury, that juror, didn't want to hear any of the evidence. Uh, well, he was the, the it,
0: same one who who did the fist raise. Yeah, you know, like, you know? that, that's like crazy. That's, like, the, well, I mean, see now when that happens, that's supposed to be called deadlock. Like, suppose, like she should have stood her ground and been like, "Well, I'm not gonna absolutely just say he's innocent without looking at the evidence," and that would have been a mistrial then too. Like they would have the had face what's called. That a she hung...
1: made though she was like, she I was just fucking want to get
0: horrified. Away. Yeah, they were
1: like, oh, oh. it's just like we might as well get out of here. For, well. No,
0: but there was also the fact there were only two white people in the room, and it were two white women who felt like they were definitely... I mean, you can't tell me that the rest of the room wasn't being hostile to them. They were, yeah. like, like looking at them like, so you two bitches going to get along with this or what? You know what I mean? It was like, I, pr- I could totally understand. I probably would have caved, too. But, you know, what should have happened, <laughs> what's supposed to happen when that it happens is... Like, even if it's just one juror, like, even if all 11 people were on one side and one juror was like, no, no, I refi- I'm i not just going along with this. Twelve they, angry men. Yeah. If they stood their ground, though, that one juror would be, they like, in The Sopranos, they did this, I think, where, like, the um, Uncle Junior was on trial and it was mm-hmm. like... The season diff- one or two. No, this was, like, late. This is season, like, four, season five, right before right before he was put into the mental institution getting hit in the head with the microphone on his way out of the courtroom Um, and um, basically like they had found one of the jurors and threatened him like hey man you know I would hate for something to happen to your family you know and Blah blah blah. You might want to think about that while you're on the jury.
1: Yeah, it was that? Like a gas station. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: And so, like the uh, when the... Oh, that was
1: like season one or two, by
0: the way. Really? No, dude. That, that was, was that, was, that no, was no, no. That was day. definitely late because he got he was in. He I, was stopped, on... I
1: stopped watching after like season four or five. And so. that's
0: what I'm saying. It was in like season three or four because that was also where he kept turning around so that the court sketch artist would like get his face right. You know, like it was late when it was when Uncle Junior thought he was like important still. It was it was before he shoots Tony towards the end of the show. Um but anyway, the whole idea is that when they finally were supposed to give the verdict and the judge said you know has the jury reached a verdict the the jury captain or the jury foreman or whatever got up and said your honor we can't because one juror refuses to deliberate and he's like we're un- we're impassably deadlocked and that was just mistrial and Uncle Junior got out scot free and that was the end of it. Like technically that's probably what should have happened here. It would have been horrible because, apparently, of wasting the taxpayer money. But if it eventually led to another trial where, like, he was found guilty guilty because of, like, the overwhelming evidence. I mean, there are, are, like, kids now who are 10, 11, 12 who probably watched this show who shouldn't have because it was for older people, but they're even going how fucking stupid were all of you? You know, like, how how fucking stupid there was everybody's blood inside the Bronco and they were, like, actually got people to believe that it was planted. Are you guys fucking stupid? And we're all, we have to be like, yeah, we... We didn't even know what DNA was. Can you believe that shit? They only knew about basically blood typing and fingerprints mm-hmm. before this shit. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine? Oh my god! In history, how many innocent people were put in jail? You know what I mean? Because oh my of god. Oh. bullshit, or how how many people got away with crimes because of stupid? I remember you ever seen the movie Dutch with the um, uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman and Bruce Willis, no. and no, no, it was no. about Dutch Schultz. No, There's a part it. where they. Um, he just shoots a guy in the face in their hotel room and uh they're trying to mop the blood up off the carpet and it will you know there's just so much of it that it won't come up and so they tell actually no the movie was called Billy Bathgate and uh, it was about Dutch Schultz and the Billy Bathgates like this kid who was a hang around who became his sort of protégé so he he you know, Billy's stand, is standing there after he was trying to mop up all the blood and touches like, uh stand there for a second. And he just punches him in the face and he starts like and his like nose starts bleeding. he goes, No, hold on a second, like don't cover it. And they just make him drip a bunch of blood over the blood stain and just he's like, All right, now mop all that up. And it's like as long as we contaminate it, it's fine. It was like super easy to just cover up a murder. You know, where finally OJ was Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. OJ was the first time where it was like, Okay, we can actually we can actually check for this shit. I mean, she, the way she said she goes, he was a match that's one out of like 57-something billion. There are only 8 billion people on the planet. Think about that. Like, you're telling me that with that evidence alone, you're going to say, well, I'll never believe unequivocally that he wasn't framed, that yeah, they didn't it's say, like, dude. That's crazy. Dude. It's now, crazy. I mean everybody uh who was older than me at the time that this happened <laughs> is very quick to say well i mean come on man it was payback from uh rodney king it was it was the pendulum swinging the other way and the hard part for me when i heard that was like you know at the end of the last episode when they're just showing the pictures of everybody and the last two pictures they show are nicole brown simpson And Ron Goldman, and it says their birth year and death year, like the way it would on on their grave, you're just like, like, so what we're saying then is it's totally fine that these two people were sacrificed for that. You know what I mean? Like, the two rights not making, or two wrongs not making a rights type situation. But... At the same time, that's so racially insensitive, I guess, to even have said, so I probably should have made some kind of disclaimer at the beginning of this episode, which we've kind of done, I think, every episode this season, is just say, hey, we're going to discuss some difficult shit. This is going to be a little tough, a little on a tough side to talk about. Um, There are so many moments in both of the episodes, it's kind of like, hard to ever feel like we'll get them all or that we got them all um i'm trying to think definitely like the Lee bailey in in north carolina the tapes themselves the whole thing with ito having to excuse himself the threatening of another race riot um I don't know. <laughs> no, I think
1: we did all right. I think we did. Uh... And
0: then just the verdict itself. I mean, the whole episode. Yeah, the end The whole where episode. he O.K. was...
1: lost all his friends and Kardashian. <sighs> oh. yeah. I so mean,
0: that's... yeah, it was bad. It, and it's and it, yeah, at the, yeah. When they were trying to make the um, dinner reservations. Oh yeah, you knew it was, right away. what was He's like, happen. call please make a reservation for fifty. Yeah, they won't take us. Oh, uh, call and talk to call back Dr. Marco. He'll he'll take care of. Us. Yeah, no, I did. He said, "There's no table for you, like murderer, <laughs> yeah. like dude, murderer. <laughs> you know, like for the God's sake, opinion. for God's sake, man. Like you know, we're happier and not incarcerated, I guess. But you fucking remember South Park when they did like that one episode where they called out like everybody? They called out John Benet Ramsey's yeah, yeah, parents, yeah, yeah. and they didn't just get to like OJ. Oh, no, like,
1: it's not me, Ramsey's parents, and
0: it's like OJ. It's like murder." You goddamn murdering murderer! No, not, you not know, was,
1: uh, Butter's every own episode.
0: <laughs> you yeah. know you fucking did it. You know you did it. Confess, yeah. murderer!
1: And, and then they would go back to Butter's mom, and she was, and that is what they would say to me. <laughs> <laughs> so they they did another episode like that with steroids, with like Barry Bond. Oh like, yeah, you're that's a, a cheer. You're a fucking yeah. cheater. And that it was Jimmy. It's like, and that is what they would say. Me. yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god it's like after watching this you're just like that was so spot on oh my god yeah. i mean i do remember it it being weird when he was found not guilty like and how i mean i was in the hospital so the hospital just went right back to like okay all right let's go back to taking <laughs> your temperature and let's go back to changing your iv but there was a part of me that was just like what and <laughs> what just happened like really Oh man and and it just almost felt guilty, like I the way it ends, I, it almost made me feel guilty for enjoying this show. You know, it's almost like they tricked us into like, yo, yo, if you were entertained by this, you're kind of part of the problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're, you're part of the problem that was started back then. You're the result of this culture that was started, that was polarized by situations like this, by the media being involved. Like they didn't make a big deal of it during the season. I'm really surprised that they didn't do this. That when he decided to not let camera people in the courtroom but that they would just put those two cameras in the courtroom so that you could just see both sides it was sort of like they every once in a while they would look up at those like automated cameras but the fact that like Ida was like i don't want camera people in my courtroom there was a big deal about that at the beginning i felt like that was like a good couple weeks that that shit was in the news true sure. um what else what else do i remember from that time the actual things that were happening I'm surprised that, uh, Marsha Clark and Darden actually never slept together, according to the show. Oh, and then Marsha Clark reveals her whole I got raped in Italy story. Like, that was mm. fucking crazy. Crazy. Well, I mean, like, I kind of feel like it was sort of, like, obvious that something like that had to be coming down the pike there. You know what I mean? It was sort of, how does it not, the way she kept, uh, referring to the battered women and how many times the police were called to go to her place. Um, I don't know, that was just, and she even said, like, when he said what happened to the guy, he goes, same thing that happened today with OJ. You know, like, everybody just, basically, if you're that level of evil, you're kind of probably going to get away with it. Apparently, the people who make the mistakes that trip them up are us people who are good people who then go crazy for, like, a second and slip up. And then, like, we realize we went crazy, and we try to cover it up, and that's what gets us caught. Not speaking from experience yeah, or anything like that. Man, that was pretty, uh, detailed. <laughs> Suddenly got really dark. It's like O.J. writing a book like, hey, if I had done it, this is yeah, what I would have done. Yeah, I'm walking away slowly now. <laughs> he actually is carrying the computer, which is an odd way of trying to escape, but... Alrighty. <laughs> so doing a podcast about a show like this will do to you, you're like, oh my god, dark, crazy thoughts. It was funny, they had the, uh, ver- the Vanity Fair reporter... Walks out when, um... I guess, you know, they made such a big deal out of, like, finding out that Furman insulted Ito's wife that, like, it was going to be this whole big thing. And they have, uh... The favorite party he's like, you couldn't put a twist like this in an airport paperback. And it's like it was actually so obvious that at that moment that he was reading that line off of whatever piece of paper was in his hand. I almost felt like it was a mistake. Like it was like a, an early take that they accidentally left in the edit or something like that. But um I'm trying to think what else is standing out. How like when they listened to the Furman tapes, they were all like all of them looked like they wanted to throw up. Everybody was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, those ancient tape decks, though, that was, like, a flashback. (laughs) And, like, they have, like, the one that um, Marsha Clark and Darden are using is so, like, obviously, like, the cheapest brand that, like, used to have, like, in our elementary schools. And then they show the one that, um, what's his name, Johnny Cochran has in his office, and it's this giant box with this little thing for the tape to go in. And I remember, like, stereos used to be all about being huge and just have the little thing that you would put the tape in, but... All the other parts of it were big.
1: Are you allowed? Speaking Furman, are you allowed to plead the fifth if you're not on trial?
0: I don't know. That's pretty. I felt that same way. About he definitely that. did that. But oh yeah, I, I know, that. and I remember that too. And and they only allowed what two lines of transcript or the tape to be played in the uh, courtroom. Like that's, I don't remember that. I I remember. I remember all the things making fun of this, and, you know, like, not Siren Live at the time, there was Mad TV also, and I think there was a show called The Edge. I don't know, maybe The Edge came before so many, sketch shows, But coffee. they did one, they, there was one where they did, like, they took the actual footage of Furman on the stand, and instead of playing the audio of whatever the tape was played in court, they, like, you know, played new dialogue that they wrote, and it was, right. like, so much that I'm like, oh my god, these tapes must have been long. I can't... I can't I feel like they embellished this whole two-line thing, but I don't know. There's history out there. Somebody's going to be able to prove me right or wrong. This is something called research that I should have done before we recorded tonight, but clearly we just (laughs) want to make sure. We just wanted to record to record. We get back on track with our podcast here and get this episode out there finally before you guys come to the uh, gates with pitchforks and torches to kill us. So thanks for not doing that, by the way. (laughs) Um, yeah, that was, and it was, like, one of those things where it's like, you motherfucker, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're pleading the fifth, really, dude? Like, have some nerve, stand up and be the person you are. Because it was funny, like, when, um, I I think it was F. Lee Billy, Bailey, he's like, you know what I mean? It takes a certain kind of, takes a certain kind of character to walk in and be hated by all sides you know what i mean like the defense hates him the prosecution hates him the jury hates him the public hates him the judge is like fuck you um yeah quite and and they picked i guess the perfect actor because he was like you just look at him and you're like you son of a bitch like what a douchebag you even look like a douchebag but yeah man and the fact that it was like sort of all the things that went the transcript, how systemic, you know, how they would talk about like, oh yeah, the whole department's like this. Everybody talks like this. Everybody's like trying to kill them. You know, like, oh my God, that is, I mean, I could kind of see Cochran's point. Like, we have to expose this. But at the time, it probably would have been, right, you know, LA riots part two. It might've been more than LA. It might've been everywhere. Yeah. I don't know, man. Crazy, <laughs> crazy show, crazy show to have podcasted about because of how uh intense the uh you know content is and It was sensitive. an honor doing this first season with you. Oh yeah man you too thank you so much for uh thanks for fitting it in doing what we can life does tend to get in the way on all sides so you know we apologize out there to all of internetica but you may have noticed that the uh vibe here at Nine is a little bit more of a Come as you are, hang out if you can, kind of, uh, you know, just open door policy, chill, you know, get up and leave when you need to. We're like a hostel for podcast listeners. It's it's <laughs> it so costs, you, costs you nothing to stay, hang out as long as you like, as long as you pass the duchy to the left and not the right. But, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's been crazy. I still can't get over not only the level of nostalgia, but then the level of, um, just impact the way it ended with that sort of showing what happened to everybody and then on those last two pictures it almost felt like a little bit almost like this is the kind of thing that this should be like a school assignment for people to have to watch to talk about the the contemporary history of the 90s <laughs> you know what i mean and how the media became such a big thing you know like the whole idea of them getting that first footage of o j being questioned behind his house and then you know, whichever outlet got that was the first to be like, oh, Jay's a suspect, you know what I mean? Like, it was it was the early stages, man. The internet is making things like this crazy as hell these days. So, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I'm I, interested to see what they do in Katrina.
1: I think it'll be fine.
0: And uh, if, if that is the case, the whole, you know, cause-based American crime, I'm really hoping that means we'll see a Native American westward expansion um, genocide Yeah, I would love story Because I think that could be crazy. And a period piece if they wanted to. Make it, like, about the Wild West, you know, make it about a historian tracking stories and, uh, you know, keep showing flashbacks to the time that shit happened. Um, kind of like Deadwood meets American horror story, kind of, or American crime story. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys want to see? Send us your emails. Maybe we'll do a bonus mailbag episode if we get enough For sure. uh, enough messages or on the Facebook or on the Twitter or any, any number myriad of places that you can get in touch with us, being that it is the here and now and we're all connected at all times. Um, so, yeah, it, this has been quite, a, quite the verdict, I think, is that the show was amazing. <laughs> and that anybody who said they didn't want to watch it, uh, you don't know what you missed. Anyway, yeah, there were people that I'd run into that would be like, oh, I haven't been watching that. I'm like, well... Get on it. That's dumb. <laughs> for almost, suck at life. almost all the other shows that I'm just like, how the fuck did you miss this? Battlestar Galactica, what? Um, yeah, yeah, go watch that shit, please. Yeah. Um, Twin Peaks, yeah. Follow up, follow up. It's coming back. These shows are coming back for a reason. 24. They ran out of
1: back. shit to write about.
0: Yeah, so they're just like, why don't we, instead of we copy it, why don't we just bring it back since everybody loves it? Exactly. 24 there's like a new 24 is coming out now and all kinds of stuff season 7 of game of thrones is ordered before season 6 even premiered <laughs> they're sticking with what works exactly all right well this is going to close out the american crime story portion of our hollow 9 debut season here debut year year 1 hollow 9 Um, but, uh, that doesn't mean it's the last of us and the last of what we're offering. So, uh, you can check back in and find what's up with Mr. Morton Esquire here and myself by, uh... Checking out hollow9.podomatic.com for all the latest releases of our episodes. If you are subscribed to us on iTunes, one, thank you very much. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, going over and giving us a rating and review over there would definitely be much appreciated. Will help us uh, gain a little bit more visibility, reach more folks, and more folks means more jokes, and more jokes means more... stuff for us to shove down your throat i don't know it just gives us a better chance to do better programs and keep improving our you know thing that we do here so uh Get on that. We also do, I don't know if anybody's noticed, we have a donate button, by the way, uh, on, on our Podomatic page where you can donate to the cause here. So if you'd like to uh, hear us in a better light or, you know, see us do more <laughs> stuff, help that happen. Be a pod maker. We'll give you some credit on uh, all of our web presences. And um, I think that's pretty much it. Listen to the business okay. at the end of the episode. And, uh, again, yeah, it's been an honor podcasting. It's been an honor podcasting with you, sir, and the fine State of Internetica, where I know I will always find justice in the court of public opinion because our quality is just that good. This is Effley uh, Bailey playing Dave the Clone, saying, Thank you for joining us, at the sidebar. It has been an honor defending your listening. Goodbye. The honor was mine. And mine as well. <laughs> You've been listening to the Hollow Nine Network, bringing you the very best in fan-made media. Follow us on Twitter at Hollow9Cast. That's Hollow, the number nine, I-N-E, cast. Email us at Hollow9Podcast at gmail.com. Or find us at our home site, Hollow9.podomatic.com. Be sure to check out our affiliate, FangirlZone.com. Find us on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Join in the fun, Colonize.